We're back! Yes, guys, Shameless Season 8, Episode 1. We are what we... Frank! Let's talk about it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Feels good to be back, everybody. So, 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 so good. <laughs> Did you enjoy the episode? Two thumbs up. Yeah. Phil, what's going on, man? Uh, it's it's been a, it's been a year. And now we're back with season eight. Um, I'm very excited because a lot of good things are finally happening. But yeah. generally, they they happen at the beginning of the season, and then things go to shit. So you know what? That's we'll very see. true. That's very true. Uh, where can everybody find you on social media so they can follow along this season? At Phil Svitek. I changed it this year. Ah, I love it. Juliet! Really cool. I'm so, I have to say, like, you don't understand how excited I am to be back. I'm so, so pumped. Missed this cast so much. Missed you guys as well. Missed you too. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram also. Yeah. <laughs> Where can they find you? They can find me at Bonjour Juliet. Oh, and you're saying it so much slower this season. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, so great. It's Thank so good. Um, and we also have a special guest with us. We have Jamie from the show, which is a new character that we saw today. Uh, Martin Martinez, welcome. Yep. Thanks for coming in. Oh, no, thank Woo! you for having me. I'm super excited. Um, I can totally agree with all of you that those last few episodes of season seven were completely intense. Right. So jumping into season eight, everyone's probably like, what's going to happen? And it's definitely having a positive turn to it. For sure. Um, um, first of all, where can everyone find you so they can follow you on social media? Yeah, social media. My Instagram is a little bit of a mouthful. It would be I am Martin Martinez. And uh, Twitter is Leo Squad. <laughs> Squad is spelt not correctly, and that's on purpose. It's S-Q-A-U-D. Perfect. There you go. So you were it. a fan before... Um, before this season, before you got cast on it, okay, it's it's kind of funny. Um, I I I recently moved to LA, and I was like, you know what? I really need to start watching a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. But Shameless wasn't one that popped up. I was on the CW, like I'm a huge CW fan, and I watched a few episodes for before my audition, and I was like, whoa, this is good. Like I just found myself watching it. And I was like, wait, no, 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 I'm supposed to be setting like the the feel of the show, the tone, the grit, and I was stuck, and I was stuck like with the writing and everything. So it was awesome. I am a fan now. There you go. That's good. It <laughs> yeah. tends to do that. I it remember when the first season came out, and it just, like, all of a sudden, I was, like, six episodes in, because I started a little bit later, I was like, oh, my God, it's been six hours. It's just so good. It's, it is. You keep watching. You. Yeah, you have to keep watching, because you just fall in love with these characters, with this family, and they just, they make you laugh, they make you cry, they make you do it all. For sure. Well, they've had a lot of changes, like you said. Um, the show opens on Fiona, mm-hmm. and naturally, she's shirtless. It's like, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, that's totally her. Like, here we go again. And surprisingly enough, she actually was like, epiphany moment, I'm done having one night stands. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Or is this going to change quickly? Like, what do we think? She loves love, and her definition of love always changes. So it's either one night stands, real connections. Right now she's saying, like, I need a real connection. Right. Um, When it comes to her, I feel like you never really know. But you know that she's not good at being alone. We've never seen her really alone. And they teased that last season thinking, like, she'll have some moments when she's alone, but that doesn't happen. So that's what I want to see personally. I feel like this comes, I don't know, I feel like Fiona has really transitioned and mm-hmm. she's becoming a lot more like positive and her before she was taking care of all the Gallagher's right. and now she's starting her own business and, and making um, investments and I feel like this is kind of changing her character a little bit like she's not going to be she's 
planting her feet on the ground and standing for what she wants to. For yeah. sure. I think she just needs to get it out of her system. You know, uh, as she said sort of last season, we've seen throughout the, the years, she's never really had a chance to be herself. Now she's been there, tried that, and who knows? I'm even guessing she might even be a lesbian. <laughs> Try well, it out. I mean, I was going to ask Nessa. They obviously have a, a connection. It's one of the tenants of her uh, mm-hmm. new building that she purchased. And immediately you can tell, like, even when she was like, just so you know, like, I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. And she gave her the little, you're not my type anyway. Like, mm, something's going to happen. <laughs> Definite chem- chemistry between the two. Right. For sure. So that'll be yeah. interesting to see. I still love that she has a car. Like, every time she got in her car, I was like, yeah, you go, girl. I forgot, kind of forgot she bought that car last season. Yeah, she's yeah. doing big things. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if she was going to be... Um, I kind of felt like the guy that she was seeing was going to scam her with this building. Like, it kind of felt like, oh, it's so easy to... Right. He's giving, kind of giving it. And I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? We definitely had that thought, too, um, last season. And hopefully that still doesn't continue. But from, you know, what we're seeing with scenes for next week, it looks... Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, I think it's it's going to be like a double-edged sword. It's going to be a little challenging because she's having all these newcomers come in and they want to put in the money, which is really good for her. Right. But we still haven't really get, gotten to see who actually lives in that building and how hard it's going to get to be. <laughs> right. And we got some of, of the descriptions of those people, <laughs> right. which was hysterical. You had the lady with cancer and cats. Who's uh, who's been there since uh, the Confederates won? Yeah, or lost say, rather. What did she say? Seceded the the Union or what? Yeah. That was funny. And then the good else? weed guy. The, the good, good weed guy. Always PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the then kids. the kids. There's like kids. a ton of ton of kids. I can't wait till the intro for all those all those like inmates or tenants. Right. <laughs> They're kind of like weird Gallagher's in a way. It's the same mentality, so well, I think that's going to be a challenge for her to evict people because she's from that kind of same situation. That's so true. Right. I think she will give him second chances until she's like, yep, nope. Nope. Just done. Mm-hmm. Just done. Um, so Carl, we see a lot of him this episode. Um, he wakes up right in the morning with his bugle alarm at 0530. Is that how he says it? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, all of the other, you know, the brothers are like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, we've got to wake up to this alarm. But he is adamant about staying strong throughout the summer yeah. so that he doesn't go back to military school, you know, soft. Yep. He's really like, yeah, it's his new way of life and just cooking for the family. He's making biscuits. Did you guys it's see so that? Biscuits it's so funny. It's so funny. Pancakes, bacon. With his apron and everything. <laughs> Such a change. It's crazy. Right? I well, think it's only a good thing. Yes, but at the same time... I was just going to say. <laughs> like, he's still in his old ways. It's such a really funny duality where you see this kid just waking up at the crack of dawn and But, still like, still has his, like, drug... Hoodness to him. Yeah. Selling. He, oh, I got a guy on the corner. Yeah. yeah, like, meth, yeah. <laughs> he's moving this meth so easily, it's kind of scary. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's... He knows what to do. He's been there, done that. It's it's not a new thing for him by any means. It is though because he was he wasn't moving meth. He was moving. I thought it was weed. No, it was a, definitely not meth. I think when wasn't he, it guns? Guns and yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's tried something crazy. Something crazy. He's been yeah. He's just moving things that shouldn't be moved. <laughs> um, but they're all using this money that he's he's going uh, sibling to sibling. Mm-hmm. So we saw Lips has already been moved. Debbie's has already been moved. Um, and then his, obviously, has already been moved because he bought a hot tub, <laughs> which is, like, such a, I feel like, kid thing to buy when you have a lot of money. It's like, I'm going to spend it all on a hot tub. Well, yeah. it has 12 jets. 
Thank you. You're you're totally right. And a waterfall. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, a few seasons back when he was dealing, right, and he was getting all that money, he was buying new TVs and like (laughs) just. So it's it's funny to see that in a way he's still doing that great purchase, but it's not as extreme as last time. Right. I feel like it was extreme, but it's like, what do I really want and what do I really need? And there's just one item so far. Well, and you kind of all can tell where they are in life based mm-hmm. on their purchases. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw Debbie bought all of her welding equipment, which is awesome. She's, you know, investing in her future. Right. Which is good to see. I think you're, yeah, you make a good point. Like, I think they're all in a way investing in their future. And even the hot tub, he right. has that discipline. So it's him to just like Relax. relaxing and, you know. Well, I think, too, I mean, as far as Carl's concerned, money really doesn't have value for him. He's he's always been able to get a ton of money. And, right. uh, you know, I think when, when Frank says the line, like, your, your mom would be proud, like, <laughs> I, th- I think Carl actually does take that to heart. Right. And it's funny, too, because even when they do have uh, a lot of money, they're still never trying to get out of that house, it doesn't seem like. You know, like, they're making other purchases, or like Fiona's. Um, purchasing her building and, and worrying about her businesses, but they're all still like living together, doing the family thing. But that'd be weird if they weren't if they weren't in that house. Like that's I know. it's been there since day one. Creates a conflict for for the writers, I think. Right, <laughs> it does for sure. It does, but and I think also, but it makes sense. They no matter what, they always stick together, and that's their home. Um, and yeah, I think there's something to be said about that. But it's, on that like future thing, I I I couldn't really think where Debbie would be going like I couldn't see you know I, I wasn't able to like visualize her in the future like I mean I don't know what's kind of going her welding, on you mean welding and 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 her her fiance or is it husband now um, yeah uh, yeah fiance yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't think they got married yet not yet she actually doesn't live at the house she's the only one that's right, right. yeah um, but she makes yeah, appearances I, like everyone like, for sure Frank um yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. You have to, because even the people that she's welding with, they're all talking about other careers, it seemed like, after their welding classes. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows whether that'll actually become a, you know, a full-time job. Well, it's like, what's she gonna, what is she going to do? She has a kid, and then, um, like she was seeing before, the Latino, and then she still has his family, and then um, the fiancé. So I was just kind of kind of wondering, like, in the future, like, what would I see? Because I was kind of going through characters, and I was like, okay, I could see this happening in season eight. But Debbie, I was like, what what kind of problems would I see her, like, that are kind of oblivious and that would kind of creep up on us, you know? Right. Well, maybe it has something to do with her teacher, um, the welding the teacher that she so clearly has a crush on. Yeah, he, he seems like a really good motivation. I was going to say, <laughs> I'd have a crush on too. That guy was hot. <laughs> it made me think of, like, maybe I should do that. Wildering. Yeah. Wildering. <laughs> Wildering, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, season-wise, I think we've... We, Debbie's had her arcs and things of that nature and her struggles, so I think this might actually be um, a mellow season for her overall. Yeah, well, and I really did enjoy seeing her... Um, you know, even though she's throwing the baby under her fiance, um, who's so clearly overwhelmed, just sitting in his wheelchair, like, oh, okay. I loved seeing her um, going from job to job and really taking control of that part of her life, making money, making sure that you know he has food, and just she just seemed much more responsible mm-hmm. out of the gate this this episode. Yes, definitely. Yeah, just kind of like Carl in a way, and Fiona, they all. They all have more discipline. Yeah. Well, Frank, (laughs) 
Oh, that's why I got more discipline. Maybe. Well, that's that's what we have to talk about because even though he decided that he should smoke his entire pound of meth at a half of it, only half of it. That's what he says, and he gave the rest to to charity. The the ones that the the needy, the needy. Yeah, Um, he he smoked it all on a Buddhist. Like, what would you call that? A temple, a Buddhist temple. Like a meditation. Yeah, they're like. A bunch, it was a bunch of monks that looked like just taking a vow of silence almost, and he's in there with his own shrine with Monica. of Monica. Yeah. Smoking a whole half pound. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. But he comes out and he's like, I'm free. Now I'm done. I'm over it. That's what I needed to do. And he's making amends with everyone that he's hurt. I I, I like that. I'm, I'm excited because we've seen Frank go to such a dark side, and we, we got a whole history, and, you know, um, it's kind of weird because now now it's like cyclical you, you know mm-hmm. um we talked about how essentially like lip could become frank if he doesn't change his ways mm-hmm. um but now i like that he's going positive i just don't necessarily love the method because all of a sudden you can't just go up to the people that you've wronged for x number of years and just because you're ready to be a father doesn't mean they're ready for you to be a father right and his half-ass apologies like he had he was like carl like i'm sorry for everything i've done he can't name one thing yeah i don't remember but i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah, exactly i don't remember i'm sorry then he hugs him and he goes okay thank you and then walks away yeah call did not say a word and he's like thank you Thank you for what? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not a real apology. Yeah, same with apology. Fiona, too. My beautiful daughter, anything I have ever done to hurt you. Anything. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Frank has always been kind of, I don't know what I don't know what the adjective would be, but bright in a way. Like, he knows. You know what I mean? Like, they'll give him lines at, at the end of scenes, or, or he's like, oh, you bought this place? The laundromat. It was a good investment, and it turned out to be a great investment for Fiona. Like, he, he kind of... But I feel like he just got kind of taken away. He got sidetracked from from being um, with Monica and just kind of after her passing, I think that's what happened. I think it's really interesting if we can see Frank kind of come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think we say it almost every season because he does something where you're like, I could get behind that, Frank. There's like a glimpse of <laughs> There is. There's always like love, a, gl- a glimpse yes. of responsibility. Uh, and then poof. Or even when he <laughs> takes a shower and like slicks his hair back and puts a suit on, you're like, you could go get a job. With like, all his could- scratches, though. Oh, his- well, <laughs> yes, and like the scars he has. And it looks like he's been branded on parts of his body. It- <laughs> to be fair, for a moment, I thought the dog sniffing the guy's ass, that was Frank. <laughs> yeah. I really, I was like, oh, that dear Lord. That was really funny. There's the intro. Little, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I totally agree. There's little glimpses, but then, you know, he does his regular Frank antics, which we'll see because you can tell in some of the um, scenes coming up that, he, you know, he gets back into the old meth selling business or is trying to. So who knows? Like, there's something that goes wrong with that. But his, like, little frantics always end up turning, like, selfish. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of yeah. have a, his own motive to it after. Always. For sure. Like, it'll be something, oh, okay, cool. And then, oh, okay, that's why you did it. Well, and even him apologizing to all these people is not to actually apologize to those people. It's to make himself feel better about doing all of those bad things. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he says, oh, great, two for one special (laughs) at the cemetery. um, Jackson. (laughs) Not a a good start. Yeah. Certainly. So, I mean, we'll see. He's still my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, I just love his character so much. His character is pretty awesome. Right? It's so great. Doesn't did, stop. did you get to work with him at all? I didn't. No. Unfortunately. Okay. Well, hopefully in the future. I know, right? That's yeah. what I'm hoping. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, who did you get to work with? Uh, well, obviously, we saw you with uh, Cameron. Yeah. I worked with Ian Storyline and uh, Trevor. 
So both of them. And then I had the pleasure of working with uh, Emmy, uh, Fiona, because she directed the episode that I was in. Amazing. Not this one, but the one in the future, the eighth episode. But uh, Good, so we'll see you again. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. And uh, one thing that I, that I realized working, because after I did this episode and then I did another project and then I came back for the eighth episode and mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, like the caliber of acting on and the talent on this show is just it's kind of hard to take in you know what i mean like it's a lot like it's it's definitely a different kind of caliber it's yeah. really talented and, and they're super professional with it and they make a lot of choices and there's like a lot of a lot of thinking before going into their scenes that's amazing and an awesome learning experience yeah definitely it was like a whoa like a wake up like i should really need to have this form formulated and things like that right. so it was really cool that's but, really and it's cool. great that they're like really nice and positive and and the set itself is just so like chill it's kind of like it's kind of like this how the show is a little bit you know what i mean it's like really relaxed that's cool were you in chicago or la shooting los angeles los angeles yeah okay yeah they they do half and half yeah 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 so they do like their their interiors here okay and then the exteriors out there in chicago i missed the chicago the chicago run that's all right that's okay were they shooting in the summer yeah. Both, but a little bit both. Be cold in Chicago. Who knows how they deal with that? Um, Liam, I want to talk about Liam because I <laughs> this one hit me hard. Poor little, poor little Liam. It's I like know. so great to see him in a good school. Like I'd like to think it's a good education, but the poor kid's not even getting an education. Because they keep pulling him out of class to use him as the one black kid at the school on their like school tours to say that it's a diverse school. There had to be a way that he that they were going to use him at, to their advantage. Like in the beginning, like seeing him enrolled as the only kid there, you know what I mean? That was African American. It was like there there's going to be something going down with this school, right? I just like the fact that he does actually genuinely want to learn. No matter what it is, he's, like, there trying to participate as best he can. And just every time he's rolling his eyes, like, really? He's just soaking everything in. Yeah. Well, his painting, sponge. even though it was the only, like, black and white painting in the entire class, like, everyone used colors. And then his was his house, and it was black. Um, it was good. It was a good painting. And then they're like, we need to borrow Liam. And he just, oh, he gives you that face. He's like, again, again. I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad for do him. We, do you think he's going to eventually say, like, no? It's First of all, Liam's talking, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I am Good so point. excited about that. Like, I know last season he was saying, like, a word here and there, and I always get super excited when that happens. Yeah. But, like, he's, like, a full-blown, like, human now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little human. Little human. But with that being said, he's not very talkative. So he told Fiona, like, yeah, I'm not in class much. And she's like, what? And he, go, she, he goes, yeah. I, I don't know. I play a lot, I think is what he said. Yeah. It's because they say, go play. Go you play. Go play up go front. Play. I think that's what they say. I wonder what he's going to get like like caught up in. Like that last episode, they had him open the gate to to, to get the meth, to get Monica's meth. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like what, right. what could he be of use for yeah. in this season? Yeah, yeah, and I'm also excited to see like I mean this storyline has to blow over at some point, so yeah. I'm excited to see that confrontation and see this like upscale school just like you know get the talking they deserve because that's not okay. Liam's my favorite, right. and if I can <laughs> hop in the TV and mess someone up, I will. <laughs> well, I'm just uh, glad to see that Chavis is still being super not politically correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of the last shows on TV that does it. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, fun. I mean, it's 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 a great social commentary because you could so see um, cool. upscale snobbish uh, right. people just totally like, yeah, no, we're totally diverse. <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> I mean, you know that happens in real life, like that's which is so sad because yeah. as much as this is a joke and it's you know on TV, 
and it's funny for this conversation. Like that would be awful if that happened. And I know if they get life. in, well, well, right after yeah, having Frank getting the, him in, right. Not to divert it, but I know plenty of industries that like they're just like the diversity factor must be taken into account. Yeah. Like oh this this anyway. <laughs> I want the specifics. No. no, but it's true. It's true. It's very sad. They have they have to know. It's fun because I have Which a lot of friends totally that do. Fine, but like. <laughs> But like when it here's the thing, just do it because it's just the because right thing to do. It shouldn't be like that. Like why it shouldn't even be a thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yes. Agreed. But they'll throw you in for diversity. Right. Like you hear that all the time, especially in the entertainment business. Like oh, well, we'll need right. like one person for diversity. Yeah, and with with acting all the time when you audition, I'm sure you see it. You see like ethnically ambiguous, so you have to look like a bunch of different like races to get certain exactly. parts, and it's just it's totally because of that. Um, but yeah. You know, we'll see what happens with Liam. <laughs> Poor little guy. There you go. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so, V. I love this bitch. Excuse my language. <laughs> That's just, like, the only way that you could describe it. I love her mm-hmm. so much. Svetlana has turned the alibi into Putin's... Paradise. Paradise. <laughs> which is just, like, ridiculous in itself. Um, and now it's a bunch of Russians at the bar. Yeah, um, I don't know why. I just wasn't expecting that from her. I was definitely expecting her to put her own little touch. But it just seemed, considering the neighborhood, it seemed very, like, scaled to the Russians. And, like, I don't know business. So I just didn't seem, didn't seem like the smartest move for her. But it was packed. It was packed. It was. Was it really, though? Compared, compared to, to the alibi, you know, it was only the same. It's the same three guys, which I, I still don't know their names. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember their names? The guys at the Never. bar? They're amazing, but I totally forget their names. Um, they were always at the alibi. Mm-hmm. But then there were, like, maybe a couple randoms in there. But, you know, I mean, it was pretty busy compared to okay. what right. usually happens, I think. Anyway, at least they mentioned that it was, I think um, Kevin mentioned that it was, you know, popping over there at, at Putin's Paradise. <laughs> so I totally agree with that, though. I wasn't seeing, like, her going completely with the Russians like you were to think she because she seems like she's a really formulated character mm-hmm. and she's super business and you'd think that like maybe she'd make it super high end or she'd have this twist to it to where she could make a lot more money behind her she was scamming you know what right. I mean like there was something in the back where they do a little bit businesses kind of mesh together so well, I think it's all because she just wants to be a thruple again she even said it mm-hmm. I think she maybe did that so that they got so mad they wanted their alibi back the name's not even there anymore anymore they're like okay fine We'll be the threesome again, whatever, just make it back to normal. Mm-hmm. And they're like, screw you. Like, you've totally, you know, stabbed us in the back. Like, this isn't happening. Right. I, I still don't understand what her MO, like, her, what she gets out of that. Because she said, like, I don't believe in love, and but she wants a companionship. But then she wanted the bar. She has the bar. And it's funny to me that she still wants that relationship with them, too. Right. So I don't really understand what she gets out of that. I think she gets to the fact that she didn't ultimately screw them over. Like, yeah, she took their bar away from them, but it's for the sake of, like, she she wants to take care of them. I think it's more than that. I think, I feel like you don't put that much effort into that type of relationship because they were on, like, that strict schedule. It was like, you do this then, we're together then, like, I'm taking care of the kids. I mean, it was a lot. She obviously wants something like that back. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right, that ongoing schedule I guess or yeah I don't know but she's not getting crap now because she's in the back of a van um for now for now yeah V yeah that won't last V uh 
after they had a total full-on fight at the bar, which was awesome. Finally. Right? I was kind of waiting for that to happen. Yeah. Her to, like, but step up a little bit. Shit. You saw, I mean, you saw one big punch and she took her earrings off. I mean, you knew what was happening. Hey, <laughs> something's about to go down right now. Yeah. Just <laughs> like locals, off. I wouldn't have stepped in until we saw their stuff. Oh, that was hysterical. Yeah. Should we step in? No, not until some clothes t- come off. Well, remember that fight V was in with uh, a few first seasons? Um, with this... Uh, Kev's ex-girlfriend that was coming back and she was like kind of trying to win him back and all that. Oh, that okay. I remember that fight and she punched the girl and like her tit was out and she was just like <laughs> kept on going with her titties out. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, well she wasn't gonna let V step all over her. Like their lawyers might not work because they signed the paperwork. There's really not much they can do. Mm-hmm. She's like, fine, I'm gonna find another way. And when the, um, you know, immigration... What are what are they called? What's their, I think I, they just they said like ICE. Ash? It said police ICE. That's crazy. I think no, that was that was code for Fiona though. But does it mean of... like immigration? No, on the thing. They... Oh, yeah. It... That's well, that's why she called them ICE. Oh, I thought because... it was a code. Yeah, okay, so uh, immigration. We'll to... Yeah, we'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah, and if you guys yeah. know, let us know. Um, but yeah, so Fiona's yelling it. She knows that the van's around. She's like, oh yeah, I'm totally sending it to Putin's paradise. <laughs> And uh, the only way that she got them there, though, is because she told them that they were part of a prostitution ring mm-hmm. um, and a sex trafficking ring. And so they were like, oh, we got it. we've got some prostituting Russians. we got to go like, get in the van. Yeah. yeah, so they they got her. That was an interesting social commentary as well. And he's like, I, I don't, I'm not going to waste my time with the Russians. Right. And she's like, why? why? I thought that was very interesting. And to be completely honest, I don't know the full answer. Well, and he goes, you really need to ask? Yeah. And I was like... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I don't know enough about well, I, that I know, like, area. I'm stumped here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like staying quiet. Like, yeah, what Martin. are you guys saying? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, there's just too much. We we have a show called Trump Report. Listen to that show if you want the full <laughs> political <laughs> reasons behind everything. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. For On After Risk TV. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So who knows? But um, we'll see. What what happens to her? Uh, is her dad still here at all? No, he's no. I doubt gone. It. Right? Yeah. I was surprised that she. It was it was surprised that she like went in the bar and she was like, "That's her." Like V showed her face. She wanted her to know, like, "I did this to you." Right, because Svetlana is a like. I feel like she knows some people that could hurt some people. Yeah. Well, she would have. Here's the thing. I mean, and that, at that point, when they come, you kind of know who well, told. You just do. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she could have guessed that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so might as well, like... And, and, and at that point, she thinks she's, like, Svetlana's getting deported to Chernobyl. Well, and I think she wanted Svetlana to realize, like, you might legally have the upper hand but don't with the bar, with but don't... Yeah, do not mess with me. She got some things up her sleeve. Oh, oh yeah, for, for sure. sure. And she totally looks like it, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't want to mess with her at all. She's, like, yeah. this bit butch character. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Um... Well, Kevin has something up his that's well, on his sleeve in his shirt in his boob. Or pants in his boob. Yeah. We find so Kev's still working at uh, at the bar mm-hmm. and um, under strict rules. Under strict rules from V. That's correct. He's not allowed anyone to touch his junk. Um, put their mouth on it. Put their mouth on it. Um, you know all the normal stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He but, can get fake in, ones though. Yeah, because some guy comes up. Which we later find out as a doctor gives him two hundred bucks, and Kev's like, "All right, let's go in the back." 
and he tells him you can <laughs> you can blow on it but i will not get hard as, as for like as long as you try it won't happen and uh as he's like touching his bod and his boobs he finds a lump and he gives him the name of an oncologist to go see and they find a mass mm-hmm. and now he needs to get it biopsied yep what do we think? Where is this storyline going? It's so saddening because these poor guys, they can't get out of this financial like funk that they're always, always in. Like Yet, you know, they're losing the bar, and on top of it now, they're going to have all these medical bills. Right, That's... because there's no way they have health insurance. No. And I can't imagine what that doctor's visit costs. I wonder if he's going to tell uh, V, because sometimes he's... He either hides stuff for a long time and then it just comes out wrong, or sometimes he <laughs> does tell the and uh, they're very supportive and obviously can get through it. So it'll be interesting which route he does take. Right, and it's also going to be interesting seeing him as a patient because he's very dramatic. And I mean, I'm so, it's a very serious matter, but I wonder how he's going to take it. He's either going to brush it off or just be very cab-like and in his own funny, twisted way. Right. We'll get well, to see that. And they've totally already kind of hinted at that because they, of course, like his office gown or doctor's <laughs> gown couldn't be closed completely. Like his ass had to be out, <laughs> like directly on the mm-hmm. on the table and. Um, even the way that they were panning across all of the breast cancer mm-hmm. pictures, like back to his face, back to the picture, like back to him. They're, and the woman who walked out, she was crying. crying right? They're like they're, they're making it very dream- not comical, but like shameless. You know what I mean? They're making it shameless. Yes, yeah, exactly. They they do. They take these very serious topics and somehow make you kind of laugh at them. Making it shameless is the perfect description. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. When we have no words, they've yeah. made it shameless. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I I hope he doesn't have breast cancer. I mean, I don't know. I don't see where that would go from there, but that's also why I don't write this show. Because <laughs> I, I mean, don't know where I would take it's it. It's certainly an interesting way to uh, sort of interject the very, you know, and perhaps educate audiences, I don't know. Right, about doing regular checkups. No. Do you give yourself a regular exam? <laughs> Maybe we should check right now. As soon as that scene was done, I was, like, touching my boobs. I'm like, I had to. Well, like, and at it- least with women, we're doing it, if you're not doing it regularly, which you should be, at least, for the most part, you're going once a year to get your annual, like, checkup. Mm-hmm. And they're checking for you. But with guys, I feel like that's not something, does your doctor do that? Like when you go and get a regular physical, is that something they check? No, I don't. I don't think about that stuff. Well, no, you don't like, have to think about it. Did they no, do it the last no. time you went to the doctor? No, no. I don't think they ever. At least, no, they don't ever. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. Because it's, it's not as common in men, but no, it's not still at all. big. You know, disease that's out there though. So it, I thought that was good that they put that out there. That you yeah. Know, you so guys, check, after you watch the show, touch your nips, touch your. Give yourself a, a breast examination. Mm-hmm. Every month. Or give a friend. <laughs> or give a friend. Give a, a, yeah. Tonight's give a friend a breast examination day. Oh, oh that could be taking so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about Lip. He is still sober, which is great. Um, and his friend from the bike shop gave him a fidget spinner <laughs> to keep his mind off of things. When he you know feels like having a drink, he's like, play with this thing. It'll mm-hmm. keep your mind off of it. But he's actually using running as his outlet. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Seven miles, five. Like he's running a lot. It's it's. I mean, it's great that he's doing something healthy, but it's very addictive behavior. You know, he's just running and running, and 
yeah, I think he's an addict, so he goes from one addiction to the next. So it's good that this one's a healthy one. And right. You just see him sweating it off. And um, what did you think about him at the end when he was uh, knocking on the professor's door? Yeah, so he gave back, you know, his money from Monica that it gave him $9,000 to say thanks for rehab. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure last season, didn't he say he was going to pay him back? Or he made that comment like he wanted to pay him back. I I like that he paid them paid him back because he's, you know, holding himself responsible and it's almost thanking him because it's working. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I'm like, man, I really wish you would have saved yourself some I'm more upset that he went and paid her electricity bill um with his money more than I am him giving money to the professor. Uh, I mean she was you can't discredit what she also did for him and the fact that you know she even pushed him out of his out of her life so far to help pushed him, get him to you know what i mean it, it it's you can't necessarily put a price on on right. realizing that you need help right and if she was a catalyst for that then you know what i don't see it as a bad thing yeah i agree i think that was him you know he fully you see him run and he's just like paying off his debts and yeah he owed her one he definitely owed him one and it's him taking responsibility and being accountable for everything that's happened I feel like he's kind of being I don't know he's kind of being lit like I I really like his storyline and his character and Mm -hmm. I feel like the audience is like rooting for him like come on you can do this like kind of see him want to see him succeed Um, but then again if you were to jump back into old habits that's where you can see him again like Get, him, get himself into some crap. <laughs> right. right. I was upset that he's running with his shirt on, though. I don't understand why they're doing that. That makes no sense to well, me. Well, he's running with his shirt on? Yeah, it should be <laughs> off. <laughs> or that he's, like, running to work and he must smell terrible once he gets there. Or very to be manly. fair, they work at a motorbike shop. Like, how good can it smell to begin That's with? That's true. How about Eddie? She's a new character for mm-hmm. us. She works at the uh, the bike shop as well, and apparently she kicks the ass of bu- at the bouncers at bars. Yeah, and she's just a total badass. She also is mean <laughs> and like she doesn't talk love. to anyone. Yeah, she, what it, at the end she called him a front. I think uh, she was like whatever it was. It was pretty much like you're new here, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that word was. But uh, yeah, I didn't write it down. I forget. But yeah, she, she already owns the place. Yeah, kind of even that vibe. Yeah, because all of the guys are kind of sound a little scared of her. At least, you know, his friend was like, don't. Right. That's not smart. But it's Lip, though, so he know he will. Oh, like, for sure. So I and don't you know, know she'll eventually, I mean, Yeah, are we seeing, for sure, I think we're going to see some kind of connection, so maybe a friendship, but are you thinking a relationship? Uh, if it's a relationship, it's purely sexual. It's not... Uh, it's not going to be any type of emotional relationship. He's too Invested in held up on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, that's the weird part because he's got Sierra to think about. And now, now like, it's, it's why? Why even put yourself in that situation? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. Well, because now her ex is back. Yeah, but he didn't, you know, but but still, like, if you, if that's your ultimate goal, if you think this is the one. Because it's the, lip. The, so, okay, so you just, it's just what while it's convenient, go with Eddie. And then when she's ready, all right, I'll get back. Yep. Okay. That's true. I, I was about to say, like, oh, I couldn't see Eddie and Lip, but wait, never mind. I can see you live with that. anyone yeah. that wants to have sex with Lip. <laughs> I mean, he's had sex with a lot. <laughs> he's had sex with a lot of people on this show, and they've all looked different. Yeah. And they're all different ages. Mm-hmm. He's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, he, he can get it when he wants it. Let's be honest. But yeah. uh, Sierra doesn't want it, so we'll see. 
At least she does it now. She smiles at him still when he makes comments. There's still some type of spark there. I just think she knows that it's not healthy, and it's not healthy for her or him. And so she's trying really hard not to... Right, but she's Start not that talking healthy to him again. either because she's jumping from like one messed up relationship to the the next. She's For trying sure. him to go fix himself, then she's going back to her ex who says he's fixing himself. But I don't know. But it her. seemed very contradictory from what she's saying to, to him. But right, then she's not really you know owning up to it. I feel like her playing hard to get is kind of like kind of gives Lip that incentive to keep trying, like paying her bill and things like that. Like it's interesting. Like okay, I can't get this 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 time, or I really want to be affiliated with 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 something with her. Mm-hmm. And she's not letting him, you know, get to a certain point. Right. I mean, the fact that she still lets him babysit her son, that's pretty big. You don't just, like, let anyone around your kids or take care of your kids. Like, there's obviously some type of mm-hmm. trust still there, I feel like. I mean, to be... Or do you think she porn. just, like, really need... Well, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. He was, he was the greatest babysitter <laughs> in the, the world. the kid was sleeping? No. <laughs> Liam's watched a lot worse yeah. in that house. No, I know. That's terrible. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. And here's the thing: I think, I think she knows she can trust them in that sense. And but I do agree there has to be a certain amount of trust to, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the fact that she does does say a lot. It does. Yeah. And going back to the porn, um, <laughs> please. Like what really what really matters. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was you know there. I think for comedy, but also I feel like it was going back to what his friend was saying. He was like, "You just want to." be waiting on the couch uh, hoping that she's horny when she comes back from his date and so maybe like that was him kind of like prepping, prepping him himself in case yeah it just really I, I don't know because I don't think we yeah. see him watch porn all the time no you know what I mean so it was very specific porn watching like it was, there was he it was had a motive he had a motive <laughs> yeah he but I feel like he's not asking for much I mean right <laughs> no okay I'll stop now <laughs> No, it's okay. It's shameless. Um, (laughs) But let's talk about your character, Jamie. So Jamie is trying to give some advice to uh, Ian. Or not even to Ian. He's giving advice to um, Trevor Trevor about, you know, like, so we had sex with his ex-boyfriend. Like, get over it, dude. Yeah, basically kind of nudging them all along a little bit, kind of rooting for them. Um, And I think it's kind of like for season eight trying to go trying to like fight against Ian with Mickey because everyone was like oh my god like Ian and Mickey I, I feel like they were like a really good couple mm-hmm. but uh but yeah Jamie's like the street kid that um that rallies up the kids and the other boys on the street um he's gay and uh it kind of he goes, has a new boyfriend yeah all the time which he needs like 20 condoms for <laughs> yeah I mean if those if those suffice but yeah um, yeah, he it, it, it always happens because he was like oh you got a new boyfriend now so Jamie's like that kind of hard like kid that's always there but i mean as you'll see like as the season progresses like it's like whoa like some things happen especially in the lgbt community and that's where ian and trevor can come into play where he can really bring because trevor in the show is a is a tranny mm-hmm. so he can bring that com- kind of compassion to the to the other characters and the kids there right well when we were saying last year i mean i think we even learned a lot just about the verbiage and um type of vernacular that they use when um you know, in the transgender community, in that community. And so I think that will definitely be still a, you know, a main, yeah, a main point of that storyline. Yeah. But I love I love how, like, in this, because Jamie can be that person to also, like, in their own world, they can be sort of, for lack of a better term, dicks to each other and, like, just sure. say it how it is of, like, hey, just get over it. Yeah. Um, 
Because they don't see him as like a threat to to being Ian's boyfriend, or you know, he's kind of like that kid there that's kind of like pointing at how it is, and uh, has all the other kids kind of on his back. You know what I mean? Like he's rallying up, like "Come on, let's go!" and kind of with the crew and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do we think those two get back together, Ian and Trevor? Uh, Or do we want them to, or do we not care? There's still going to be something. Like maybe they're not going to get back together. Definitely not right away. Mm -hmm. Um, But. There's sparks. There's something there. There's a little history. So well, and Ian's trying very hard. He even says, I'm coming back tomorrow. Right. Like, I'll be here buy tomorrow. him a car. <laughs> that was fun. I think Maybe you should buy him a car. Great. car. That was a great yeah, suggestion. Yeah, something small, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> little gift. Yeah. yeah. Well, what other... I know you said that you um, worked on a project in between shooting this first yeah. episode. And then what was that? That one I'm really, I'm really excited about. It was a film. It was a feature film. And uh, hopefully, like, it's like... A, We'll be seeing it in theaters in 2018. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. It was. What's the name of, that? Is there any... of it? Yeah, please. Uh, it's called Saving Flora. Um, and if you've seen Water for Elephants with Reese and mm-hmm. Robert, it's with that same elephant. So it's, yeah, so Flora's the elephant, and it's basically like this girl goes on a journey. She grows up in the circus, and then she goes. Um, the circus uh, wants to put the elephant to sleep because she's old and she has arthritis, and the girl wants to save her and bring her to a basically a safe haven mm-hmm. that you must um and she goes on this journey and she meets a boy and that boy happens to be me and so we nice. kind of go on this journey together and it's really cool awesome. and you'll have some familiar faces like david arquette and tom arnold in it and it was really fun very cool good for you i actually i saw on your instagram um with you with flora or yeah. whatever the elephant's her name is Ty. in her life. Ty? Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. I mean, she was big. Huge. And we're we're getting, we're like, we were jumping on her basically with no, there, there was no, we had like this string for the circus kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it was like, are you guys comfortable? We had a stunt coordinator, everyone helping us out. And um, she has like this way of, like in the circus, like she'll put her nose down, her trunk down, mm-hmm. and uh, you kind of just sit on her trunk and she'll come up. And, and bring swing, up, oh, wow. Yeah, swing you up on her. And it's kind of like, that first time I tried it, I was like, whoa. And then throughout the movie, that's what we were doing. Like, I'm just kind of sliding off of an elephant. I was like, you know, this is kind of casual now. Every day. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, it's Wednesday. <laughs> but they're super smart, and I think that's kind of what surprised me so much. Like, the trainers can talk to them, can talk to her like this. Like, hey, tie, move up. Right. Tie, step over, and she'll just do it. Yeah, that that's is so cool. that's crazy. Really cool. I love elephants. They're yeah. awesome. Um, do we have any final notes and or predictions for next week? Your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just overall excited. Um, you know, I think what we got in the little teaser, I think that's going to happen over the course of the next few episodes. I think they, because it seems a little bit light, you know. I mean, granted, Fiona's dealing with um, some people not wanting to pay rent and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But I don't think uh, there's going to be a lot heavier and deeper stuff and we're not going to see that till later on down the line and we know they, how this works it's like yeah. episode seven shit hits the fan and yep. then like you know it's all downhill from there exactly. yeah they give us the comedy to draw us in right and then when we're in they give us the tears yeah and then we cry what do you think uh definitely agree with all of that um i think we're gonna see fiona and that neighbor get closer but then she's gonna hit the fan with that because of the girlfriend uh, also, Fiona, I think is just gonna dab into the whole girl thing, but not really gonna feel. Is not really gonna feel it. Mm-hmm. So then she's gonna dab back into the guy, guy thing, thing, but then not feel that. I think she's just gonna have herself a good old time. <laughs> and Martin, you probably can't have any predictions. Uh, oh well, I can assume what I would have liked to see. Sure, cool. Um, 
it was a lot lighter. I could totally agree with that. Like, kind of than what I expected the first episode to come out to. But um, that positive, that positive, basically um, turn for everybody. All the characters could kind of go a little positive, and then I mean, something's gonna happen because it's shameless. Right. But to see where the characters go, and they're kind of taking a positive step towards their lives. You know, you have Carl, you have Fiona, and Lip. Everyone trying to better. Yeah, better themselves. Exactly. For sure. Frank. And uh. Frank, but we're not sold on that one yeah. yet. St. Francis. Yeah, I love it. Um, tell everybody again where they can find you on social media so they can follow your journey now this season. Heck yeah. So Instagram will be I am Martin Martinez, and Twitter is Leo Squad, and Squad is spelled S Q A U D. Juliet. You can find me on Instagram at Bonjour. Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> and that's bonjour, which is a hello in, in French. Love yeah. it. And then my name, just like Romeo and And how do you Juliet. say goodbye in French? Au revoir. Love it. Phil? Uh, you can follow me at Phil Svitek, and uh, we should also mention J.J. Jurgens will be back. Yay! She's still part of the panel, if you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that. We love, I love J.J. We all know this. Um, okay, they can find you at, at, at Phil Speedtech. And you guys can find me at Haley Clover on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, make sure that you're commenting below on YouTube so that we can start this conversation again this season. And we will see you next week. Olivier. Is that- Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.